Friends, I'd like to drink with. This is your co-host Chloe, and this is your co-host Julia. And I just found out I've been using my microphone wrong this entire time. <laughs> okay, so it has a tripod, and you could point it towards your face. Julia's been pointing it up towards the sky. Like, imagine, you know, maybe a boner. That's the way. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. The microphone like was placed. Mine is like a little, like I don't know, diagonal. Yeah, a slight slant. (laughs) A slight slant, a little funky, but honestly, just right. Very symmetrical, actually. So unique, so individualistic, just a little curve. I think I'm in love with my microphone. I'm in love with an inanimate object. I kind of love that for you. (laughs) That's my future. I get married to a microphone. Okay, well, welcome to our third episode of our spirituality series. We are talking about deep healing. So we are talking about how we use spiritual practices to not only deepen our sense of ourselves and expand our consciousness, but to heal through our past traumas. Yeah, I feel like this is a good episode. It's just going to be Chloe and I just like getting personal. And yeah, I think it's about healing not only like our own traumas, but just like the trauma that like society puts on us, you know, like society controls us all in such deep ways. And when we can get to a place where we acknowledge that and really work through those mindsets and perspectives that have been like programmed in us, it's a really beautiful and freeing moment. It really is. I think spirituality has opened my eyes so much. I remember my first time ever doing a yoga class, which is mm-hmm. like an, I think, an entryway to entering this realm, which I think we both agree on. That's how we entered. But I remember <laughs> my first entered. like C1 in core power. I was like, okay, wait, before we get into it, what are you drinking? I am drinking a June Shine. Of Ooh. course, San Diego specialty. I have to represent. I was at Whole Foods and I drank wine last night, so I was like, can't do wine. I drank mm. tequila the other day. Can't do tequila. So I was mm. like hard kombucha and I'm drinking the honey lemon ginger one and it's actually so delicious. Oh my God. I'm so jealous. That sounds uh, amazing. Well, what about you? Well, I am <laughs> drinking... Dude, I literally drove to the store before we are going to record this podcast, went through all the aisles at Vons, and didn't buy fucking anything. I don't know why I did that. But you're like, I went, <laughs> you're like, I don't know what to buy. What should I buy? And I was like, Boochcraft, and no response. <laughs> I was like, no. I don't know. I just like literally looked through everything, and I was like, oh, no, it's fine. I don't need this. And then I had to go to my refrigerator, and I found this beautiful bottle of sparkling hard seltzer from Trader Joe's. (laughs) It's like the store brand. Um, Yeah, it doesn't taste the best, but like, it's all good. There's like some little paddles on the label. It's pretty like, you know, I'm in like an outdoorsy type of gal. Are you on a college rowing team? (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god, like, what is that, remember when that whole college scandal happened where they were, like, the lady from Full House, like, daughter was on the rowing team? Yes, that is you. And, like, I feel like in the can, there's, it looks like a badge. Yeah. They always, like, wear badges. But that's really sad, though, that Trader Joe's disappoints. 
Does it yeah. have like a flavor? The flavor is pomegranate, but I'm tasting a little bit more um, tangerine. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. I actually love tangerine, I wish. But what's our drinking word, Chloe? Our drinking word is deep and healing, not together. So two drinking mm. words. Every time you hear those two words, when we get deep, because we're going to be rolling in the deep tonight (laughs) and healing because we're broken souls. (laughs) Take a sip, bottoms up. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like this episode is like good to like drink a lot in because you're when you get like super personal, you get into like your deep healing, like you need um, a little support system, you know, a little hug. Totally, totally. And then having you on the Zoom call is just so comforting. And then having like five more June shines in my fridge mm-hmm. is very hopeful. Ooh. I am one down. So also, if we get drunk tonight, don't judge us. OK, <laughs> if we start slurring our words, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not my fault. OK. Who knows, like, what's going to come out. We're going to be, like, talking so much shit about, like, Scripps Ranch High School people. Like, when we get into deep healing and, like, how much trauma we have from high school. Wait, we have so much trauma. I'm so ready to talk about it and just (laughs) let it shine. No, especially, like, you know, I think everyone else can relate to this. But, like, the deeper it is, uh, it's hard. It's like, mm-hmm. some. I mean, some things that, you know, I can't even talk about. Like, I won't even yeah. ever vocalize. So yeah. I, I hope that people can relate on this. Because I feel like Julie and I are also doing this episode so you don't feel alone. Our spiritual practices has changed our lives completely. So we really want to help you guys and maybe open your mind to some great practices that have helped Julie and I. But yeah, Julie, should we get started on how... <laughs> Sorry, that was a car. I also, if we hear any cars... It's not because we're bad podcasters. It's because my AC is now hooked up to my window and (laughs) it's kind of soundproof, but like kind of not. Um, So I sincerely apologize. But yeah, so let's get into talking about our spiritual journey and how we got started into, I guess, breathing because no one in our society breathes like or takes a pause or knows what a present moment is at all i mean i didn't before like yoga i had no idea so explain chloe like how you got into yoga and all of that because that's how i i got into it because of you so my first class i remember swimming racket club scripture in high school (laughs) i also used someone else's account they don't know that i've used (gasps) their account but yeah i would go like three days a week julie i'd go with you and yeah Mm because my parents we had a pool so everyone in scripts that i feel like didn't have a pool joined the swimming racket club but we also tried to join and there was a huge wait list but i remember my first yoga class it was crazy like I feel like my eyes really opened up I actually remember Julie and I going to a class there and we got yelled at for showing up late and talking but I remember just focusing on my breath I was like anything is possible if you breathe so then I moved to Los Angeles and I tried core power shout out I now teach there and it was <laughs> this sounds crazy but it's like I feel like a lot of people who are in the core power community join because of like the infatuation at first it's like also, it's crazy because you mm-hmm. work so hard and you flow and you focus on your breath and it was the first time I've always struggled struggled with anxiety but it was the first time that I was able to take a breath and like have hope that I don't have to struggle with this anxiety anymore and I mean you also get like a crazy yoga high it's insane like after the class but it's also like you really dive deep into the shit that is so untouched because so much emotion and energy is in our muscles 
And what I've thought so beautiful about yoga is like, yeah, you get a great physical workout. Like, honestly, I've never been more fit than just doing yoga every day. Like my body looked incredible than going to the gym. But the mental practice, it teaches you patience. It teaches you presence and like breathing. Like my now my inhales and exhales are so much longer than they used to be, which is crazy. A lot of people can't even take a breath because they don't know how. And yeah, so I just, I really dived in and then Julia, I got Julia into core power and remember how much fun we had when you first started? Yes, I will never forget. I really did not want to go to my first (laughs) core power class. I remember because core power did this thing where your first week is free and that's how they get everyone because you get this first free week and then most people want to sign up for the membership and Chloe was, like, forcing me, and I was, like, I don't want to. I was, like, so stubborn back then. Like, I was, like, no. So stubborn. Like, I'm so stubborn. And then, yeah, first C1, I was, like, <laughs> in love. But you're right, because I think what's beautiful about yoga is it's really slowing down your breath. And um, something that I've realized is, like, if you can just be conscious of your breath and in any given moment, if you're working, if you're reading, if you're watching TV and see how like your breath relates to like your mood. And like what I've learned is, you know, if I'm super anxious or I'm like really stressed out, I'll hold my breath. And like, if you can just like acknowledge your breath and just really like breathe through it and slow, slow it down, which is like what's really taught in yoga, it can just like relax and change your mood so much. It affects your brain. It affects everything when you take a breath. And the benefits are endless. But yeah, I I go through life and I don't take a breath a day still. And I know the benefits of it. And it's hard. But I think, yeah, yoga has... And then also yoga has crazy benefits. But yeah, so that's how Julie and I kind of entered that. And then I got Julia really into astrology. <laughs> we were like astrology yeah. yoga queens. Yeah, I would say we were like... We were... Well, astrology and like yoga, I feel like are so mainstream now. But we, I will say, we were obsessed with astrology before everyone else. Like, we were, everyone thought we were freaks. Everyone thought we were annoying. Everyone so thought annoying. we were basic. Really, we were innovative. We were new. Like, we were the <laughs> ones that were studying before anything. We were like on websites doing research before anyone else even knew what a fucking Aries or a Virgo was. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So. We claim that, people. I want to go back before astrology. Like, so you started with a core power membership, right? Like, what yeah. made you feel like you wanted to teach? Because that's, like, a whole different level. Well, it's always been something, like, I always wanted to do. And I remember going to classes and really looking up to all of my teachers. And I never thought it was going to be attainable. Like, it was, like, one of those thoughts where it's, like, oh, if someone were to ask me to teach because I show up all the time, like, I'll do it. And then I saw that there's teacher training. And I was so fucking scared. So I did it. I was, like, fuck it. If I'm this scared to do it, I should probably force myself. And, oh, my God, it was the best Teacher training, I'm just saying like three days a week training, such good energy, doing yoga, talking about our aura, which I thought was really interesting. And this was like the first time I think I even mentioned it to you, Julia, is that we did an exercise where we all walked around in a room with our eyes closed and we, because an aura is around you, like six feet around you. It's like a bubble. And we would walk through and kind of guess who we're walking next to and you could feel people's energy because I feel like once you close your eyes it really opens up like your intuition and you really start feeling with your sixth sense so I feel like that really opened it up we would also do a lot of ohms which I feel like is very powerful and a lot of breathing and meditation 
But before that, if I would have never gone into teacher training, I would have never known the effect of breathing and meditation. And because, yeah, we learned like the history of yoga and like where it originated and the philosophy. And it's just it's so beautiful. So, I mean, that sounds like an amazing experience. I can imagine that like you probably went through like a lot of deep healing just in that um, process. I feel like it's also, I don't know if you could relate to this, but it's like whenever you're doing something you love or you're passionate about or, you know, it it really makes you grow a lot because I feel like you're going through, at least with me, it's like, I feel like I'm very traumatized from high school. So I'm constantly seeking validation from other people. And those insecurities constantly come up when I'm doing something I love, saying like I'm not enough. Like I can't, you know what I mean? Mm. And so I think working through that, through teaching and doing stuff that I love is healing in itself unconsciously, but it's a process. I feel like damage is, it takes time. It doesn't go away in night. It doesn't go away in decades. So when these insecurities like come out that like you're not good enough, like you need an Mm -hmm. external validation, they come out when like you're doing something that you know that is right for you. Why like why do you think it would come out in a time where you know like intuitively that you're doing the right thing compared to like times when you maybe it's not the right fit for you? Like why wouldn't it come, would it come out then? I think when I'm teaching or when I'm acting, I think for me I always view it as like power. And for me, it's really hard for me to own my power and my strength. Like, it's really hard for me to make room for myself in a room. Like, I never feel comfortable Hmm. making space for myself sometimes because I don't feel like I'm enough. And I was talking to Jimmy about this and about this therapist gave really great advice about there's something in the back of us that when we lack or are scared of intimacy, there's a part of us that we feel like is unlovable. And I think that's part of it. I guess not feeling like you're enough is what kind of pushes me pushes me back and I feel like recently I mean Julia we've both been going through hell but I think it's going to obviously (laughs) a light at the end of the tunnel but it's like I honestly feel like I've been going through all of my past traumas just in a cycle in order to heal and it's been so hard I don't know how you feel yeah I would say that like deep healing just to like give context yeah like Chloe and I have like really been going through it like really been peeling back those layers and like just like for me straight up the past two weeks have just been like the worst like mental weeks like ever like Thursday and Friday have been like last of last week I was just like crying nonstop. I haven't been eating like I have just been like such a mess because deep healing is really difficult Mm -hmm. and it's much easier I would say to just like ignore these like rooted problems within you but like yeah there is light at the end of the tunnel and it's like if you can really like as I say like face your demons and like really work through and understand like why certain things are the way that they are and like change that mindset it's really like it's just so freeing it's really beautiful it liberates you because I feel like if you push it away you're just repressing yourself so I feel like it's really brave of us to face our demons and relive the most traumatic most impactful moments of my life that I feel like has shaped me to be who I am which I'm grateful for in a way it's like when you go through stuff it just makes you stronger like doesn't kill you makes you stronger and I always use that motto because it's it's true like when you go through Mm -hmm. shit you learn and you process okay Julia so how did you get into spirituality what drove you to that 
I think it's like similar to you and I think it's similar to like a lot of people so well first the yoga really kind of like opened my mind to the breath and just like getting out of my head I feel like naturally when I was a junior in college or just like when I started college I just like analyze a lot and like be in my head like all the time like thinking 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 everything and so yoga really helped me kind of get out of that and then well like my freshman year I feel like it's like the first time I like really experienced like depression, anxiety, like really bad, but I didn't even realize it was that until my junior year of college. So like I had no idea and then I was like a psych major and I remember being in class and I was like, "Oh, this is me, like major depressive disorder. This is like literally what I have. Like anxiety, like oh, not everyone feels this way." Like yeah, so I would say yeah, junior year, just becoming a little bit more, like, aware of myself and, like, my thoughts and my feelings, I would do, like, I got into a lot of meditation, so, like, Headspace, you know, that app Headspace? Yeah. Yeah, so that, like, I was super into that, and I was, like, meditating a lot and all that stuff, and then I didn't, like, dive deep, like, headfirst into, like, spirituality, though, until, like, um Chloe and I and a couple of our other friends got into like a pretty bad car crash Mm -hmm. um my senior year of college and that kind of like opened the floodgates of like all my problems like all these layers of like issues I never like wanted to acknowledge at all and it all just came out and it was like a fucking mess it was like my doctors wanted me to like drop out of college or like take a year off like I was gonna be put into like one of those residential outpatient facilities where like I would be staying like at a house with like doctors and other patients for like six weeks um like it was like super bad like couldn't get out of bed I was just like so depressed and then like I was on like a lot of medication like too much medication where like I don't remember like three months of my senior year and then it was just like a shift and I was like I don't want to live my life like this like I'm not doing this anymore and I just like got off all my medication and that's when I started like really getting into meditation really getting into journaling like really like trying to understand and like you know really face like these layers and then obviously when I went to travel it was just like a whole new world opened up and I went to Asia and like there just the life is so different there and it's so like meditation is so emphasized and just like um a slow culture and respect and harmony and peace and so I really experienced it there and that's probably when I like skyrocketed of course thank you for sharing Julia and I mean I'm I'm your best friend so like I remember going through that and it was like so hard to see you suffer but like you really worked through it and you've put in so much work and you're so strong and you're such a beautiful soul so I'm just I'm so proud like we're we got to and I feel like that was it was very very tough I think America doesn't emphasize at all about what actually matters when you grow up here and I feel like that's also like it's a disservice you know yeah I think it's like I actually talked to your old roommate Rafe about this like we had a long conversation about like how imagine if like western cultures picked up principles of eastern cultures like there would be so much more peace there'd be so much more understanding and Mm -hmm. I think that's like really sad that those cultures are lost between continents you know and Mm -hmm. yeah I mean you can't push like views on anyone but I do think like a a meditation could be for anyone even if you're not spiritual like slowing down your breath for any human being is a good thing you know what I mean 
and clearing out of your thoughts because thoughts are so they swarm and they're so intense and they take a hold and dominate your entire body and the brain is really powerful when really like the mind and body are separate beings okay so now that we kind of have like the gist of like how we got into this work chloe why don't you talk about like recent deep healing that you've gone through like you know you don't have to get specific but your experiences and like how spirituality has like helped you work through these this healing of course to give like a little bit more context uh i feel like i have a lot of trauma from high school and i feel like that's where a lot of my insecurities stem from i've also realized in the past couple months it's crazy i also a lot of things have triggered these insecurities but i've been brought back to that mindset that i had when i was in high school and what was the mindset if you don't mind such low self-esteem like i've always I mean, this sounds like I've always put such an emphasis on looks. I always thought I was ugly. I always thought like I wasn't ever enough. I thought I was stupid because that's what people would say. And I really just thought I had no power. And I feel like I was robbed from that power that I, I had. I was so strong before that. And I think everyone in high school just tore me apart because I was so nice. And I feel like I was, you know, an easy person to... Um, I'm not saying I was good either. Like, I definitely did bad shit in high school. Um, I said terrible things, probably. I was very immature. But it really impacted me. And I didn't realize the depth and all of it until, yeah, I, like, had a huge panic attack. And I had to, like, seek help. And then, yeah, and then that got me into, like, medication. And then talking, like, therapy. I think therapy is great. And I think that helps a lot with deep healing. However, I think the best way to face your demons is when I was in acting class, I remember working through those experiences. And in the acting class, we would create it with all of our five senses and relive Mm. it. And the most traumatizing experiences I've ever had, I would relive it over and over again. And I think going through that and opening those wounds and reliving it really opens your eyes it not only you experience it again but you also get another perspective of where you're at and how far you've gone and you can look back at it and see what you've learned and look at it with a different perspective because sometimes we experience things where we think we're a victim or obviously like when people are hurting you they're hurting you because they're they hate themselves or they're upset with themselves and it's all a projection and that's taken me a lot So I think looking back at it with that kind of perspective gives an entire new meaning to that experience. That's interesting, like, that you did that in acting class because that's actually, like, a very similar uh, experience that I had in my therapy. Like, after the car accident, I suffered from PTSD, so I went to, it's called EMDR therapy, and it's literally what you just said. It's um, this desensitization experience where you relive the the entire traumatic event from like whatever you got like PTSD from through all of your senses. And you literally, you like section the entire event out into like however many sections you want and you go through every single one and you don't move on to the next part until you get from like, let's say you start from like a 10 out of it's like so much anxiety it brings you to zero like just continuous like desensitization which is like what you did beautiful no but that's like yeah it's exactly what I remember remember when I lost that puppy that I got because 
Yeah. Yeah. That, I remember chunking that up and, like, really reliving mm. it. I honestly haven't revisited that. It was too traumatic. But you were there. Mm. Um, I think reliving it totally, yeah. I think, I think that's, like, super important. And, yeah, it's crazy. That's what we would do also. Like, it was great. Even if we had, like, a monologue, we would have, like, a choice. And we'd bring, like, this person that would fulfill the material. And that would also heal relationships with me, like, with my father or, like, mm. you know, my exes. Like, I brought them back so much. More exes. I was, like, one. But I would, like, bring, <laughs> I would, like, bring no. them back, you know. And I, they would really be there. And me working through that would just really allow myself to cleanse through the pain, yeah, I think, like, something you brought up that's so important is, like, I do think a lot of people's trauma, whether it's not high school, happens, like, when you're young. Because yeah. you just don't know, you know? You're so programmed and you're so innocent. And, like, high school it can be a really difficult time and girls are mean, people are mean, guys are mm. creepy. Disgusting. You're young. Yeah, your first, like, your first relationship, like, can go like either or you could be lucky and have like a good experience or you could really have a terrible damaging experience from like a stupid high school guy and that's like what I had like my first boyfriend was horrible you know and made my self-esteem go so low and that's what's really scary about how another person could hurt another person I'm scared of intimacy I fear it and it scares me because of that relationship because it's getting vulnerable is so scary for me in front of a guy. I feel like though learning more about yourself and loving yourself and loving those things that we think that there's parts of us that are unlovable, but really they're beautiful. Like another person will look at it and be like, what are you talking about? So it's like, I feel like it's like also like an obsession in our minds that, you know, I totally agree. Like um, something I really realized when I had my very first Reiki session and I was like really going through it because like for me, like for a while, like my entire life, I was just like had this like innate feeling of like loneliness. Like I could be an entire room of people. I could be with my best friends and I would like alienate myself mentally and be like, no one understands me. I'm not connecting with anyone. Like I am alone. And what she told me, which relates to what you just said, is, like, there are innate parts of you that, like, you don't like, but they're there for a reason. And if you can, like, flip that perspective and be, like, well, why, like, why do I have this? Like, how is this protecting me? Like, for me, like, sometimes I think, like, that innate feeling of loneliness, it's, like, protecting me from, like, like, it creates boundaries, in my other relationships boundaries that maybe I didn't have in like past lives that now I have because and now I just have to try to like balance it you know balance between feeling too lonely and like not having enough boundaries if that makes sense for you it's like what parts of you can you just flip that perspective and see that it's actually like really protecting you or it's serving a purpose of course I'm trying to think well I feel like I guess me not feeling like I'm enough pushes me to feel like enough and making space for myself. And it pushes me every single day. It's like, it's constantly a struggle, you know? Yeah. I would say also like not feeling like enough, like having that awareness is, I think brings up maybe like parts of you that you still need to heal from. Like if you feel like you're not enough, like that awareness, like what is that awareness trying to tell you? Like what parts of yourself is it trying to tell you to focus on? Oh my god, it's so many. 
I feel I'm feeling the June shine. Um, <laughs> I'm like, where did my thoughts go? I'm like, I want to get deep, and I'm like, I don't know. Um, but but no, I'm not no, asking you but, to answer now. Oh, just oh no, but no, that's about. that's so true. And I feel like the things that inhibit us because of past trauma really are to push us to heal. You know, yeah. and it's, it's scary when, you know, I also like am a perfectionist. So it's like everything I do, it sucks that I like want it yeah. to be perfect. And it's never, ever, ever going to ever be perfect. Not- perfect is like out of reach. So it's like, and that's constantly- hard with, that's hard with healing. Like if you're yeah. a perfectionist, like, and I can totally, I mean, kind of like in a really, like I want yeah. to be like my best self, but yeah. like with healing, it's like healing takes a lot of time and a lot of understanding for yourself and a lot of forgiveness and patience with yourself and that's hard if you're a perfectionist 100 percent, and like taking time for yourself too which is so hard when you have so many goals that you want to achieve and so many things that you want to do to become your best self but really sometimes what is best for you is staying home and like taking a night for yourself and not socializing I feel like a lot of my what I'm trying to work on too is like being a people pleaser like I am like Mm. the worst and that's I feel like I've always been like that like like when I'm with people I disconnect from who I really am when I'm alone and I just become someone who wants to be perfect who wants to make everyone feel okay and yeah it's really weird it's a weird role that I take um and I'm becoming more aware of it I don't think that's weird. I think a lot of people do that. I think that's completely natural. I would say like something I heard is it was actually in a song and it was like people pleasing is based in fear Yeah. because you're fearful of people not liking you. But in reality, if you are just yourself, you're going to attract the people like who love you for you. And why would you not like, why would you want to hang out with people who don't like you for who you actually are? 100% no that's so true and it's like I guess I think it's just a fear of also being vulnerable and like just Mm -hmm. being yeah like you said yourself your raw self and that's something that's really scary for me because I feel like I well I am vulnerable a lot but I feel like I don't know I've worked towards that like I used to never ever be able to talk about you know my feelings openly and comfortably but I feel like with a lot of like hard work that comes up so what have you been doing to work through that this healing like what what do you do honestly journaling helps a lot Mm. for me my head gets so fucking crazy and I suffer from really bad anxiety if people are less like it's really bad so I overthink like constantly like I also have like OCD so it's like my thoughts become dominating like it hurt it starts affecting my body even because I'm I'm also like a workaholic so that also hurts me in a way where it's like that I don't take care of myself and then all of a sudden I'm like fucked and I you know have to go to the hospital or something because I'm just like you know what I mean like it's yeah I can't breathe but yeah I have journaling I think writing down your thoughts and seeing them you realize how, at least me, I struggle from like really bad, I guess, personal perspective on my self-image and which is bad, um, getting really like vulnerable. But when I start writing it down, it becomes, I look at myself and like, why am I talking to myself like that? And that's when it clears it up. It's like I, the, one of the best advice I've ever been given is like, talk to yourself like you're your best friend. Like you would never say the shit that we tell, we tell ourselves in our mind to a friend so I've been taking that in mind but when I write it down I'm like whoa because when you see it on paper as you under it's mm-hmm. like this is not healthy 
So it makes me think, okay, I need to work and I need to like reprogram my mind to not think that. And so, well, Julia, recently we've been getting into like tarot and oracle. And I think for me, it really, when I'm confused and I'm scattered, it really just like narrows my mind into like what I need to work on, which is, I think, really essential to make. It brings me a lot of clarity, but also just, I mean, going through it. I mean, this past couple months have been hell. And I think just working through it every day and knowing that things will get better and doing that work that you need to on yourself, journaling, meditating, working out, eating healthy, I think is huge. And also putting up boundaries for a lot of people, you know, and knowing Mm -hmm. what this has really helped me is like cutting out friendships that don't serve me, cutting out people that are draining my energy. Mm has helped me create a really beautiful group of friends that really love me for who I am and I really love them, you know? Um, But what have you been doing during these times to heal and get through it all? Oh, gosh. I mean, yeah, I can't recommend journaling enough. I don't journal as much as I should because it's like, you know you know things that are good for you and why do you still not do them, you know? Yeah. It's tough. Um, But something I learned, like, through my Reiki practice with journaling specifically is um, I will write like, so I really focus um, recently on like my inner child. So like your inner Mm. child is like related to your heart chakra. And it's similar to what you were saying, like that you would like talk to yourself as your, your own best friend. Like you would never say the things you say to yourself, to your friends. It's like, when you feel like you're getting mean to yourself, like talking like really bad, like would you say that to your inner child? Like I picture literally myself as like a five-year-old and like just like, yeah, seeing that innocence and like that pure happiness and kindness. Like I just like the first time I ever actually like meditated on my inner child, I literally was just sobbing and I was just like, I'm so sorry for like everything I have like oh my god I'm gonna cry no but it's like relate to that I yeah I had to um do that do it as an acting exercise like talking to and that's what opened my eyes to how beneficial it is to like speak to your inner child because when you picture Mm -hmm. yourself being five years old so vulnerable so beautiful and like just like full of life and it's like I feel like once you get older like obviously like the life beats down on you yeah but I think coming back to like that true self which I think I've also been scared of being like shining through like my my true self because um my true self is like very vulnerable so I think (laughs) yeah I don't know I totally get it it's just like it's really sad and super emotional because like yeah you would never like say that to like even just like a little kid and it's just sad like looking at yourself when you're like your inner child you're younger and just seeing where you are now and like all the programming that has gone on what society makes you feel like how they make you how like social media makes you feel like internally like it's all like you realize it's all just like kind of bullshit so like an exercise that I really like for the inner child is like I and it healed me like the first time not saying this is like it will heal anyone the first time but like I wrote a letter of forgiveness and apology to like my inner child and I I listed everything like 
all the bad things I've said to myself. I think it's like just like normal things like you're ugly, like your body, like all this stuff. And it's just like, I'm so sorry that I even like ever said these things. And then I actually rip the paper out and I burn it. So then like the, pa- the words and like the paper just like go up and th- through the air. And it's just such a release to like physically burn like those words and yeah it's really beautiful and I do that with like a lot of like relationships or like people like friendships like if I find myself like thinking of um someone or something that has like is triggering I'll write like a letter of forgiveness like even if someone like fucked me over I write a letter of forgiveness and then I'll burn it so and I honestly like forget about them and it just like is like a weight lifted off my shoulders I think forgiving yourself is also a huge tool Mm -hmm. with deep healing. And I think we all make mistakes and we all take ourselves so accountable for those, even if it's the smallest things and we blame ourselves and it's really sad. And thank you for that. I am totally going to write a letter to my inner child because, oh, it's, it's just, it's crazy. Like what people, what we go through, you know, because I feel like we've both gone through so much and it's so much pain. And believe me, like every day, it's like, I still struggle with depression and like getting out of bed. But recently I've had a huge epiphany where it was like you after the accident months later, it's like, I don't want to live like this anymore. Like you have to know Because I was doing a lot of reading, I think it's so great to have sympathy for yourself and talk about it. But also, like, I realize that at times I do have victim energy and I hold myself as a victim, which I I am a victim and so are you. But it's also, like, learning from what happened and moving past it is the only Mm -hmm. way. And learning and moving through it is the only way you could progress in life because you can't be sad every day. And it's, of course, you're going to have days but it's like at least with me it was becoming very unhealthy and I had to like make a change because I was like this is like not I have to take power and control over my life and not let my trauma take control of me and I think that's a big thing it's like you taking control of your trauma and finding the healing finding the tools and I know it's so fucking hard like it's the hardest thing ever you're always going to be on a journey of healing because trauma is like so rooted but yeah it's pushing through every day and acknowledging that work every day acknowledging at the Mm -hmm. end of the day like yeah I didn't want to get up this morning it was fucking hard I didn't want to do this I didn't want to do that but it's like being grateful too and counting your blessings counting you know what we're able to do as a person you know every single day yeah and I think it's also like honoring the small things like you say I don't want to get out of bed today but you got out of bed that's like a huge victory and I don't like you can't like discount that and yeah I mean yeah it's hard like sometimes like when you are a victim in life because we are all victims but yeah you have to take control of your situation in your life at a certain point easier said than done like and what people like I think need to understand and what I've like had to accept and learn is like healing isn't like linear like I'm not gonna get to a point in five years where I'm completely healed And I'm, like, this euphoric being of light and, like, (laughs) fucking fuck no. Like, it's, like, every single day you're, like, working and building that awareness. And it's, like, you know, you just don't wake up and you're fucking enlightened. It's, like, a consistent, like, you're you're dedicating, you're, you're devoting yourself to this practice and to this type of life. And you're gonna fall off, you know? Like, there, there's a month where I'm, like, super 
deep healing, spiritual, pulling cards, doing Reiki, all this stuff next month, I don't do anything. Yeah. And that just like, you have to accept it. You can't be too hard on yourself, you know? It's acceptance and being easy on yourself because I think the more hard you are on yourself, it's great to motivate yourself, but it becomes unhealthy. And it's being Mm -hmm. aware of that line where it's healthy and unhealthy. Like what is serving you today and pushing yourself past your limit isn't always a good thing. And I think that's at least what I've been taught is like work fucking hard. And then you lose sense of who you are. You lose sense of, yeah, it's, it's so destructive. Yeah, I also think it's, like, super important to remember that, like, whether you're into spirituality or not, it's, like, we are human. Yeah. Like, I do believe, like, we are light beings from the universe, and, like, we're in human bodies, like, having a human experience, and it's, like, you're innately humans, so you're gonna fuck up, you're gonna have mistakes, you're naturally going to be, like, victim energy or jealousy or, you know, like, anger, like, that's completely natural, and it's, like, how do you um you can only control like how you react to these feelings and how you you know kind of like get rid of them or I don't know no what you just said like your reaction to things we do have control over that so it's like am I gonna me like I overthink everything and it creates anxiety and it's extremely unhealthy so now when like small little things happen because I'm like also paranoid I go to myself is that worth stressing over? Is this going to affect you in five years? And so, because I'm constantly thinking about like the dumbest shit, which takes me away from focusing on the right shit, you know? And so that's really helped me, especially like, yeah, you know, with definitely. healing and stuff. I really um, like that. Yeah, because I mean, we stress out and stress is so unhealthy. At the end of the day, it's like, this is not fucking important at all. Like, are you going to remember no. this in five years? Fuck no. Like, or no. even if you are, it's like, you're not going to feel these, like, innate emotions. Like, you're not your emotions. No. And it liberated me so much learning that. It was like, yeah. okay, the shit that I think that matters, it really, really, really doesn't. And it takes control. It dominates me. Like, I'll be, I won't sleep. I won't eat because I'm stressed yeah. out about, I just, I want to mention, though, Aja, the spiritual guide, mm. and how Julia told me about this free spirit guide workshop and it was extremely benefiting and very healing and it's a meditation about you kind of I guess I felt like I transcended into like a whole nother dimension it felt like and it was a really deep meditation and it was the most beautiful experience but I got to meet one of my spirit guides and Mm -hmm. I can't explain the healing that it brought me like I felt my heart just extremely touched and I felt strength and power and I feel like every time I'm struggling like I do bring that energy back and I think when you are damaged it's really really important to know that there are tools to heal you and help you push through it and give you even if it isn't real I'm not saying it's not but at least it's making you happy and believing is a beautiful thing that's so beautiful I'm so happy you had that experience yeah you had such a great I mean so this is Aja um on Instagram she's a spirit guide coach she's amazing I took like a three-month workshop with her and she she is the reason why I like have like got it into this so deeply but yeah I think it's important to remember like whether you believe this or not you have people looking over you you know I do believe like you have a team of spirit guides like what Chloe just talked about and they're here to really help you and for me like I can totally relate to that um like I said like the past two weeks have been like a really really difficult time like I literally felt like the soul like layers of my soul like shedding 
and I've been really like focused on and been feeling feelings and emotions that my soul I know from like a woman that I had a session with like my soul has experienced every single lifetime and I've really been like working through these issues and it's like really linked to like relationships and like my own power and like my own ability to like walk away from things and to stand up for myself and communicate and like create boundaries and like choose myself and I've just like it's been like really really tough and so like last week yeah Thursday and Friday I just like been sobbing like non-stop uncontrollable like such anxiety like haven't been sleeping haven't been eating for like two weeks but this is like where spirituality comes into play is like I when I'm having a really hard time I, I go and I pull cards and I pull cards from that oracle deck where it's like two pages of like a written um description and everything like that and like I asked to connect to my guides so these are like my guides like pulling messages for me and it was just like so insane the messages I was getting it was like you are like going through darkness but there is light at the end of the tunnel and I was like pulling cards where it's like you have to it literally was saying like you have to go through this to get to like your life's purpose and then like very soon like this is all gonna be okay and like you're gonna be fine like these dark the darkness will be gone and then I pulled these cards on like Thursday or Friday and by Saturday like everything like it was just like a weight off my shoulders and like I had and I also pulled cards where it was like we're giving you like um the protection like it's like Christ's cloak and it's like you're being protected like you're we're sending you energy and like right when I pulled those cards it was like complete like I could just feel the energy like protecting me and like supporting me you know what I mean it's support and love from your spirit guides and I also think it gives you a sense of trust because I think trust Mm -hmm. is a huge thing and I think that's what I also struggle with it's like trusting Mm. yourself and trusting your journey and trusting that everything is going to be okay trusting your intuition is also difficult like I have such a hard time trusting my intuition and like if I'm meditating and I like think I meet like one of my guides it's like did I actually or is it like just in my head but like something I didn't tell you like I've just been like so scattered brain is like my last so I finished my Reiki certification a week ago god congratulations so I'm certified so we had a meditation and it was like a very deep spoken meditation that my teacher my master like put us through and it was basically like meeting your higher self and asking like what Reiki means to you like what is it and like in this meditation Chloe it was insane I literally I'll tell you something else that happened after the pod I can't like people are gonna think I'm like a fucking like weirdo I think you should spell um okay so this hasn't happened in a while but like probably like a year ago when I started deeply meditating like I would sit on my ground like um back straight and just meditate and I would get into such a deep place and maybe this has happened to you I don't know where it literally felt like my entire body was spinning 360 so fast but I know I'm sitting like I know I know I'm here but I, my body is spinning in a 360 circle so, 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 so fast. And I can just like, it feels it's like levitating up and just circle, 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 circle. So that happened in this deep meditation, but to like a point where it was like fucking insane. Like I, my body was like not on the physical realm and I like fully met my higher self. And she was like, so like strong 
and powerful and like a fully like just like a light being like just literally like strong confident like healing like kind like loving but like just so powerful and it was just like I looked her like in her eyes in my eyes because that's me and it's like this is this is me like you and I are the same but like I'm just like literally on earth like this is the human version of me now but like you you are me and I am you so then it's like when you when you meet your higher self and you come back down it's like why am I ever like mean to myself why am I ever mean to anyone else like why do I doubt myself because I'm actually this strong you are or second guess your intuition and it's like trusting yeah. and that's so beautiful Julia that's so beautiful like meeting your higher self and that's beautiful to connect to that and also just seeing that light that we all have and once you reach a certain part of awareness like life does get really 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 hard but it's trusting that this light is inside of you and you have mm-hmm. people looking over you and you you are the self that you will be able to come back to or maybe live another life or, you know, because I feel like our souls do live many lives to learn. And yeah, I think it's just like remembering like, oh my God, like you are light, like you are the universe, like you, you are so powerful. And so like these experiences we have on earth, it's like truly just like lessons like earth is just this playground it's just teaching you things and you have to learn these lessons or they're gonna keep happening over and over again for you like we came to earth to learn and to grow you know like we chose it believe it or not i do believe that and when you think about it this earth that we live in not trying to like freak out our listeners but like it's fucking weird like come on every single thing has a purpose everything helps something else all of the plants all of the animals all of the people we all are one we're all energy Mm -hmm. we're all helping each other the animal cycle like you know it's just everything is helping this planet work the weather it never kills us we're always surviving and pushing through and then gravity is holding us and then beyond us is a universe that's so vast that we could literally explode any second we wouldn't even be aware of it but Mm -hmm. I think opening your eyes to that makes life a whole lot easier and then knowing that we have a purpose that everything that happens to us is signs from the universe and it's beautiful once you start opening your eyes up to signs once you're aware not saying it makes life harder but if those little sparks of signs and when you feel that energy and you feel that meditation you feel that high it makes life so worth it you know yeah I mean it's difficult to put into words but like yeah something I would suggest for like anyone who's listening who maybe isn't on our same vibe like is doubtful which I totally understand is like just like look and reanalyze what you're so normalized to like we're so normalized to the idea of space we're so normalized to like the way society is run like we're so normalized to these things but if you actually become aware of it and you're like oh, this is how we have to act, this is how we have to think, the universe, like, if you actually become aware of the universe, stars, black holes, other planets, like, we're so normalized because we're taught about it since, like, elementary school, but, like, if you're actually, that's fucking wild. (laughs) A black hole is wild. The sun is wild. Quantum physics, like, dimensions. Oh, don't get me did I tell you I just got a new quantum book no but I need to buy it you would really like it and also just being aware that 
all the information we know is information that's given to us, right? So we are obviously programmed by the tools that are in front of us, our phones, everything we've been taught by our parents. Really, what the fuck is true? Just think about that. I believe in science, but (laughs) when you're talking about quantum mechanics specifically and and space and the universe, everything is based on theory and everything is not everything, but most big theories are accepted true until they're proven false. And I don't know if that is like the way you should live life. And they're giving us facts and we're never, we're never taught to ask questions. (laughs) Facts. And it's also just, also being just aware of social norms and seeing other cultures. And I've been taking anthropology classes and it's really opened up my eyes to beautiful other communities, the way that they live and the morals that we have. And yet we think that our way, of course, that's the way that we think in the United States, but we think our way is like the best way and it's not. And it's not until you start questioning it, because think about how hard it is to like go against a group, to go against the group norm, the social norm. That's like very difficult, you know, and very hard but that's what you should do you should question everything you should you know when you question something and then it's like oh yeah you agree with like the general public great go do your thing but like do what's best for you you know and stand up and voice your beliefs voice those questions because i think it will not only help you grow but it will help the community around you grow and progress towards the future towards the light and i really hope that people I feel like with this pandemic, obviously, there has been a huge, like, enlightenment, I guess, in spirituality, and people have been never meditated before, and because they have all this, like, downtime, it's, they're finally sitting still, but when you start thinking about the beauty of presence, too, I think this has also helped me with deep healing. Everyone better be drinking every time we say deep <laughs> healing, but it's beautiful because the past, we're always consumed with the past, right? It's like, I, we are talking about our past traumas, but really, it's not present in this moment. But yeah, we're also thinking about what, well, I guess the past does make up who we are. So I think it's important. No, but it I doesn't. Think... The past does not make up who we are no, at all. No. We, yeah. we form identities from the past. We form identities from labels, labels yeah. from the past, labels that people put on ourselves, that we put on ourselves. But what do these labels even mean? Exactly. You know? Yeah. No, totally. The past and... does not define us. No, only the present, only this exact moment defines us. And when you start like opening your yourself to like the present moment, it's like a mind fuck. And then we're constantly consumed with oh the future when we don't even know if the future is gonna happen. We don't know if we're gonna be alive five minutes from now. We don't know if yeah. we're gonna. And then we overthink things that don't even aren't even gonna happen. You know, we're like mm. worried or paranoid. Probably ninety five percent of the time, never going to happen. And we're constantly consumed by the thoughts of the what ifs. Something I read like in a psych textbook was. Um, like human beings are the only race that um, plans for the future so far in advance after they die. Like think about retirement, think about like giving your kids money, like all of your assets, like we're the only race on the planet that literally plans that fucking far in advance. It's insane. And like, yeah, you just don't, most of the time, everything works itself out if you just don't think about it. But and it's also just trusting. It's just all about trust. Oh, that's trusting. so fucking hard. But Everything if anyone, hard. like, is curious about this and hasn't read this book, I mean, this is the most popular book ever, but The Power of Now, like, 
literally yeah. changed my life. That's what I'm preaching right now. It's it's opened my eyes so much, especially being in the present moment. But then when you also think about like beluga whales, I watched Finding Dory too, and how they literally can see things that are not in front of us with their third eye. That's like, wild. And then dolphins. It's just every single... I mean, the ocean is fucking sick and filled with such magical creatures. But it's like the power that so many creatures have and yet we're constantly doubting our own as human beings. We have so much more power than I think we know. You know, every single person has so much power. Yeah, I totally agree. Sorry, my Spotify just like went haywire. Did you hear that? Oh my god, no. Or no, no, no. I'm just gonna say Spotify is freaking my computer out all the time. It's constantly like quitting on me. It's weird. It's so weird. Spotify's so funky. Um, but we okay. love Spotify because they We do. <laughs> we do love Spotify. Okay, I think we could wrap this up by like you yeah. should tell me like your craziest like spiritual experience. My craziest spiritual experience. Fuck. Yeah. I think my craziest experience bottoms up. <laughs> deep healing healing deep healing requires alcohol <laughs> why do i feel like we never say like our drinking words in the episode <laughs> we're like we're gonna be saying these words so much and then we never say it like there's definitely other words that we say more like like or um oh. or <laughs> or just breathing loudly i don't that should be a drinking word shouting into the microphone dude like static from the laughter from the last one oh god (laughs) that's gonna be my nightmare trying to fix that shit i was like this is unrepairable but i think okay so crazy i actually used the same meditation that aja used but a different one to go back to my spirit guides and i actually connected with my grandpa who oh wow and i remember just like it was just being reconnected with that like and then trusting that I'm like with him and just hearing his words was like so beautiful so again like that was obviously a very traumatic experiencing like experience losing my grandpa so being able to reconnect with him and knowing that he loves me and he's looking after me was like the most beautiful experience ever so that was that was my craziest but what, what about you Julie? Did- did you have, like, a conversation with him, or was it, like, yeah. you saw him, like, he was in your garden? Yeah, he was in my garden, and I, like, wasn't expecting it, so that's mm. what's crazy, is, like, you don't anticipate this happening. I wasn't, like, oh, I'm gonna, you know, see my grandpa today, and then I saw him, and he was, like, like the most beautiful soul I've ever met, and, like, someone I've really looked up to, so it was just one of the most beautiful experiences like it was just sorry I'm crying but it's like like knowing he's there and he loves me and like support it just changes everything you know it really opens your eyes to like what life like really is and life is just about like loving people and just like doing your best and that's like what he's always taught me so it was yeah it was really beautiful, mm. but what about you, Julia? <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I'm like, so but don't it apologize. was, it was is... beautiful. Oh and so God. these tools to be able to reconnect with people you love after losing them and you think you're never going to see them again, but then you it's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> it is. That's so like, oh, that's amazing. Especially like not expecting it. And then it's just like comes and happens and it's like, that knowing feeling it's i i wouldn't replace that experience for the world you know so it's it really the spiritual realm really opens 
up so much beauty for healing but also just for experiencing because that moment it was so real you know it's one of my memories um being there with him in your garden and um yeah it really it's beautiful but what about you julia well okay I don't know if I have, like, any, like, wild ones. Well, before I say, I just want to plug Aja. Like, um, she does, I think, weekly meditations. Like, I think every Sunday. She might have stopped, but, like, she does them pretty consistently. Like, they're pretty cheap. It's, like, $20. Um, you can just do, like, a group one. And she she's amazing. It's, like, a, a full, like, she leads the meditation. There's, like, a lot of, like sound healing it's guided it's it's so beautiful so like if you do want to check out her page again she's like the spirit guide coach I did a workshop with her I actually have my one-on-one session with her is next week which I didn't realize Julia shut the front door well also Julia that session that I had with that spirit guide you should talk about that it was absolutely crazy because it kind of outlined everything that I was seeking and I got to know about two of my spirit guides and from someone else a different from someone else not Aja but it was obviously like deep healing like it was very like bringing up a lot of a lot of things a lot of of course like my insecurities that I felt have like made me take steps back and then acknowledging you know I am in a learning process right now and knowing that things are going to be better once I work through and I learn was so rewarding but it also gave me so many signs that I have followed Mm. and I feel like life is all about knowing the signs and trusting your gut and trusting your intuition and that session gave me so much insight into that that I never I feel like without that session like thank you Julie I'm so grateful like I wouldn't be where I am now it's like that 30 minute session changed my entire path in a way that I feel like I'm now going on a journey towards loving and finding myself and doing what's right for myself and standing up for myself because I know there's a team. And yeah, I got to know about two of my spirit guides, like two of them. You should tell us. Okay, so one of them is named Ace (laughs) and he is like my creative. He's not always in my mind or like on the forefront but he is there to call upon when I'm feeling a lack of creativity a lack so is of... he like a guide that comes and goes yeah and he's actually a galactic being yeah wow yeah so he is like in the universe in the space and so he's never been a human no but he has this energy that I could call upon and I've actually used it and it it works and he's there to like of course like bring the fun into my life because sometimes I get so focused on like the details and focused on that that I lose sight on like the fun and your inner child like having fun playing and I've actually during tarot I've been getting the fool card a lot Mm. which means like it's someone looking over a cliff and it's like it's so hopeful but yet I'm always like not trusting my future but it's like also just being playful and just relaxing but then the other one she actually had like has like old very like renaissance style gown Mm. and she's actually always present in my mind she's the one that gets me like on top of shit and she's like type a like you have to do this you do this and that was (laughs) it's like oh hello lady fucking murder me every day (laughs) by all of your um, demands and expectations but yeah it was 
totally incredible and I learned to trust my journey that I feel like I've never trusted I know I'm on the right path so I feel just a huge sense of relief by that and I feel like yeah I've gained a lot of trust but what about you Julia what is your experience that was probably the most crazy oh gosh I think I'll talk about two like one for just like suggestion for anyone and then one of like my own experience okay so my first like well one of my most like impactful spiritual sessions like I've ever done was actually when I got my birth chart read for the first time and it wasn't just like a birth chart reading it was actually with this woman who so she's like an astrologer but she's also definitely like a medium like can connect to your guides um connect to your past lives so she told me some of my past lives she's told me she so basically my dumbass got the time wrong so I actually missed my session so I wasn't there so she was just like cold reading so she had like connected with my guides took my birthday and was like basically just recorded the session without me so I wasn't there and she just like told me things that I feel like no one even knows and like specifically in like a deep healing sense like she was telling me about like a relationship that I have had every single one of my lives and I I know I'm like an old soul like I know I've had hundreds of lives and she was saying like these feelings um of like just like I have a huge like lack of boundaries for other people like I don't respect my own boundaries and I care and like will put other people in front of myself and I say this like in the most humble way um and it's it's hard for me yeah it's very hard for me to like um let someone go because I know that I'm better without them or something like that for example and so she was just telling me like it's because I've had the same relationship in every single lifetime and like my soul came into like this life in a completely different way than it ever has been so basically like I'm pretty sure I've been a Pisces like in every single one of my lives and she told me like um like in astrology I'm I have a the complete opposite chart of like what I've ever had before because my soul was like fuck this you need to stop like you need to like get yourself together like you need to learn your lessons and so like just something front so I recommend like um her name is like a Alexandria letter letterman um it dm me if you like are interested she's like the most special person ever but just something from fun from that reading was like she told me basically that um one of my siblings I've had multiple past lives with and um I found out it was actually my little brother and so he's seven hunter so um one life which is I don't know if I ever told you this Chloe but this life I actually like remember like when she told me this life I kind of like knew like him and I so we were two girls and we were in an orphanage and we were orphans, and I was the older one, and I was, like, tangibly taking care of him, and then in the next life, he was the older one, but we were still two girls, and he was, like, taking care of me, and, like, she said, because my little brother's seven, and I'm 23, so it's, like, a huge age difference, and she said that in this lifetime, we have such a big age difference because he was so protective of me, like that older sibling, that like I have to be like his protector now. And we've like switched off those roles in multiple lifetimes. And we're just like part of each other's like soul tribe, which is like so true. That's so beautiful. Yeah. Julia. So that was like We the love best Hunter. Reading. We love Hunter. No, that um, reading was life changing. It was life changing. 
I was sobbing the whole time. Like I've never, that was easily the one of the best experiences I've ever had. But um, I was just going to say like something fun, like a fun experience I had spiritually myself was actually through that same meditation that you did with Aja. I, I think mine was a little bit different when we were doing it in our workshops, but basically what I experienced is like, I didn't meet any of my guides. Well, I did kind of meet some of my guides, but um, I like truly experienced like, what it was like to be like on the other side like I I don't know if you remember like in the meditation you get to the pond like that of release I like understood how it feels to like cross which sounds wild but like no I know it's the same okay it's like the most serene beautiful free you feel weightless and Mm -hmm. it's just indescribable I feel like you can't really put it into words because I feel like it's like an energy that yes. you have and it's just the opposite of <laughs> no like the hell that we live in now but it's just like it's yeah. complete just love it's, and it's complete freedom and it's liberty and it's everything that you could just you're just being and it's being present like you're not thinking mm. about the past you're not thinking about the future it's like everything that doesn't serve you is stripped away from you and you are just your heart and you're shining and it's you're literally just a light and it's just the most beautiful so I want to go back to that pond and I want to go skinny dipping (laughs) (laughs) let's get crazy at the release pond (laughs) should we have a picnic (laughs) I'm so down I love the release pond I love it I'm gonna go visit it tonight (laughs) dude you should maybe i will i haven't done that meditation in a while julia thank you for sharing i think we had a beautiful episode and i think i feel like anyone who's going through it like we are friends and like we are people that will be here for you and if you need support and you need love like julia and i truly will be there for you reach out like we don't have many people who are like into this stuff or even if you're not into it but you're like if you're not into spirituality but you're re you're going through the deep healing you're you have a different perspective but we're on the same vibe like honestly reach out it would be nice it would be nice and creating just a community of people even if it is like a zoom call every week about talking about what we're going through and showing that support i think having a friend is the most important thing in life having a partner helping you go through things because no one should be going through things alone and the deep healing, it's so deep and it's so painful. So we are here for you. And you like <laughs> see it. We're... It sucks. It's, it's the fucking worst. Also saying that so you could fucking get drunk, but it also make your problems worse. No, it'll like, be better. Consuming alcohol. Yeah, it honestly eases the pain. Well, actually, I think being drunk allows you to be in the present. And then the next year you're like, what the yeah oh my uh, god or what you word. do when you're drunk craziest shit um maybe we'll have a series about julie and i's drunk experiences oh um because no. we've been drunk so many times together 
and have probably had the most embarrassing thing but yeah so we're gonna have a next series out soon we're not gonna tell you we're gonna keep it a mystery because well we also don't know what it's gonna be but (laughs) we also want to create an anticipation and mystery um we want to be we want to play hard to get so that's what we're gonna do with our next series you get our spirituality series (laughs) nothing no um you're gonna get something great but we're so happy because it's like means so much to us so we've had such a great experience this is like closing a series so i think this is also like a big deal um we might even have some more bonus episodes because we love we should love this concept so it's not going away anytime soon but we do have a lot of things that we have planned that i think are going to be really exciting um we are really passionate about podcasting (laughs) do we have something planned i think we do i think we do um but um it's I'm excited. Um, yeah, I have a whole, like, no, I have nothing planned. I do have one episode that I want to do, and that is friendship breakups, because I think those oh. are so dirty, and those are so great to talk about, because Julia's had a lot, Dude, and they're very funny. so many. <laughs> friendship breakups are harder than, like, breakups. Like, no one talks about breakups. that. And yeah. shout out to Becca and Jess for actually bringing mm. light to that, because that opened yeah. my eyes. I was like, oh my god, Yeah. Because they, they hurt you in another way because when you're with your friends, you are not always 100% authentic with who you are. But it's like, <laughs> it's an ultimate rejection when someone doesn't want to be your friend. Like a partner, mm. yeah, maybe there's not sexual tension or attraction. Like there's so many other layers. But like a friendship, like you just don't like being around that person. <laughs> it's pretty harsh. And that's like really hard. Um, but yeah, so we might be doing that. Yeah, Julia, do you have any final thoughts that you want to say about this series? I'm sad it's over. Really, we mean it. If anyone wants to reach out, like, or if anyone's listening in San Diego who, like, wants to hang out with me, I'm pretty free, so, like, (laughs) please come hang out with me. Um, But, yeah, peace and love to you all. I hope just, if anything, related to anyone, um, that's all that really matters to us at the end of the day. And we just hope that our stories only help yours and know that you're not alone. Like, we have those insecurities. We have those dark thoughts. We've gone through hell and back. So know that you aren't alone in this journey and that we are here to help you and people love you. Like, it's also going back. Look at the people who truly love you. And I think that's the most important because the way that you talk to yourself, you would, your loved ones would never say that about you. The people who know you mm. the most. And so just knowing that you're not alone and knowing that we fucking love you so yes we do we love you guys also new york anyone struggling like let's hang out but okay (laughs) okay well i guess we'll close the series bottoms up bitches deep healing let's heal this shit it's gonna be hard but i fucking believe in you (laughs) heal 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 Fish.